Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you interested in angels, demons, spirits, ghosts, and monsters? Are you curious about their origins, tales, and influence upon history and on the present day? If so, sit back, relax, and welcome to Southern Demonology, the podcast that explores all of this and more. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, all. Welcome back to another episode of Southern Demonology. And as always, I'm your host, JJM. This episode is going to be a little different. I do have an interview for you today, but it's out of the ordinary for a few reasons. First, to anyone who has listened to previous episodes of this podcast know, I am strictly an academic. I have a master's in theological studies, I study Semitic philology, and I absorb everything I can about the situational awareness of Second Temple Judaism. That's my wheelhouse. However, I do have a huge interest in the paranormal, whether that is ghosts, folklore, or the occult. And while I will be more than happy to read anything and everything on these topics, as long as they don't delve into the realms of insanity or conspiracy theories, That's where I stop. I simply read. I have no practical experience in magic or even know if it exists. And I honestly prefer to keep it that way. Would I participate in an exorcism or a ghost hunt? Yes. Would I play willy-nilly with a Ouija board or summon up Kukuri-san, the Japanese version of Ouija? N to the O, no. Father Malachi Martin often spoke of the Middle Plateau, that area between our world and that of the divine. And this realm is where the devil holds supreme. Furthermore, many forms of the occult and magic are nothing but doors, and you never know whom you will be inviting to dinner. And while my own personal knowledge and the practical forms of the occult is slim to none, I have been able to meet those who are much more knowledgeable than I. And I did so many times through our Southern Demonology Discord server. And one of these individuals is known as Litaru, who actually recently became a moderator, bringing the total number up to four. In fact, Litaru is the subject of our episode today. We're going to go through her story 
which involves a good bit more of the practical side than I normally delve into. And this brings me to the second unusual effect, uh, unusual fact about this interview. I will be reading her story rather than speaking to her. See, her ordeal, which I'm about to impart, severely damaged her hearing. Yet I feel that her story must be told, not just concerning the facts of the case, but also to go through some of the protections that someone can use against the demonic. But before jumping in, let me offer a few things to keep in mind. This is Litoru's story. I cannot confirm or deny that anything that follows has happened. But based upon previous interactions with her, which I'll get into later on, I would be a fool to doubt her. Second, I have not jazzed up the story in any way. In fact, this entire script has been reviewed and approved by Litoru herself. Lastly, I will not reveal any of her personal information, even a first name or the location of where all this happened in order to safeguard her information. However, I am using her actual Discord username so that if anyone else is suffering in a similar manner, they can reach out to her for any assistance. With all that said, let's get into it. Litaru grew up in a very religious household. Her mom was a Catholic with a capital C, and her dad came from a Lutheran slash Mormon background. The other thing that both sides of the family had in common were psychic abilities. In her teens, she began seeing spirits. Objects would often move on their own in her room. Even her bed would rock at night. Though she tried to talk about some of these occurrences, her parents refused to listen. So, in an effort to learn more about what was happening around her, she began to devour any metaphysical text she could get her hands on. She even started reading palms when she was 15. In her early 20s, she decided to try working a phone line as a psychic. And she was good at it, or at least that's what her client said. Yet it was a very draining experience for her. She didn't follow any particular script. Rather, she just said whatever came into her mind. Finally, this became too much and she left that position. I do want to interject something here. I have met supposed psychics before, and while I am not one to openly question someone, neither have I come away a believer, especially since many use code reading techniques in order to guess their way into a quote-unquote revelation. Yet, Litaru is different. One night she messaged me on Discord with some pointed questions and observations, and each truly struck a deep nerve. 
and this has been a continued pattern with our discussions. I honestly have been amazed at what she said. Even to my deeply skeptical mind, Lita Rue has an ability that goes a good bit further than deductive or investigative skills could easily explain. Tangent has now finished, so let's get back into it. In her 30s, she started actively developing her psychic abilities by taking classes, not only to refine her abilities, but to also learn about the things that go bump in the night and perhaps learn how to protect against them. She also got married, had two beautiful children, and had launched a new business venture with her husband of opening a salon. At first, she thought that she had gotten a pretty great deal, as they were able to purchase the business for much cheaper than expected. It was 3,600 square foot in size and was divided into two sections, one side for a salon and the other a day spa. Yet in very short order, things took a dark turn. Almost from the get-go, she couldn't keep her employees from leaving in droves. All it took was a week of work, and they would turn in their notice. And the reasons they gave were all the same. Things would start off with an eerie feeling around the place. Then loud noises would, start, would begin startling them, like a heavy object falling over. If that alone didn't persuade them to leave, then black mists would actually be observed. And most chilling of all, they could then hear something calling out their name. At this point, Lita Rue started doing research about the property, and what she found did nothing to assuage her fears. Every single previous owner had come down with some serious illness, or family members had committed suicide. Attempting to remedy the situation, she first had a fellow Reiki master come in to smudge the place. For those that don't know, smudging involves burning sage paired with either a suggestion or commandment for any spirits to leave. In this case, the master implored that whatever comes in must also leave. At the end of the session, the Reiki master felt that whatever was there was hiding. An important distinction here is that that commandment isn't the strongest of ones to invoke. After all, it doesn't address anything that was already there. Furthermore, it doesn't forbid anything from simply re-entering. In the end, the smudging had no effect and the activity continued. After contacting another medium, she was instructed to place orange halves with lavender oil on top of a Bible that was open to Psalm 23, after reading said passage aloud. 
and this was to be done in all rooms of which there were 12 in total. This also had no effect. She then contacted the paranormal research team, but she never heard back from them. And, as it turned out, their email account got deleted. It took the couple six months to figure out that they weren't why they weren't receiving any emails at that point or why no one could receive the ones they wrote. There were never any error messages or warnings and they had had that account for six years at that point. Four years had passed in that salon and things were only going to get worse for Lee Tarrio and her family. Her husband was diagnosed as a brittle diabetic and had hepatitis C. He had to do chemo treatments for a year and became disabled. Her oldest son was diagnosed with a rare aerodigestive disease that made him extremely sick all the time. He would regularly be hospitalized every six weeks. Her youngest son was diagnosed with eye problems and growth issues and had to go under surgery, undergo surgery for both, uh, conditions that will continue to leave their mark for a lifetime. And as for Lee Taru herself, she was diagnosed with Meniere's disease and Hashimoto's disease when she was only 34 years old. Conditions that don't hit people until they are usually well in their 80s. This resulted in progressive hearing loss and uh, tinnitus, balance and muscle weakness, a loss of coordination, and constant vertigo. Further, at age 35, she was also diagnosed with uh, fibromyalgia and shingles. Yes, none of, none of us get out of life alive. We know that. And the human body can fail in numerous and spectacular ways. But to have each member of her family struck with a horrible disease in the same time span and for each previous owner to have suffered the same while uh, owning that salon well there are coincidences and then there is causation Lita Rue and her husband had had enough and they decided to cut their losses and sell the salon unfortunately this did not bring an end to the nightmare. In Japan, one does not walk near a graveyard. If one does, then that person will take the necessary precautions to place purified salt at the entranceways of the house. The fear is that a spirit will follow one home and wreak havoc. Well, that same phenomenon affected Litaru and her family. This thing followed them. Her first clue was that their dog would sit and stare at certain spots, all the while growling loudly. 
Then at night, the growling would become louder and would last for hours and hours. Strange smells started emanating. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. ...from unknown places, especially when it was time to go to sleep. In fact... The more the night wore on, the more concentrated these foul odors would become. It would smell like a mixture of horrendous body odor, rotten cabbage, and insulin mixed together. And that's not all. Their children's toys would turn on and start running amok in the middle of the night. Her husband started sleepwalking and saying and doing the oddest things. One night he swore that there was a cricket in the hallway sink and then proceeded with taking apart the entire thing plus the pipes. They were beset with huge swaths of ants of different varieties that would come out of the walls in the middle of the night. And these were three foot, three foot wide waves of the things made up of black, red, army, and sugar ants. Their house got flooded three times in four years as they owned the business. Her husband even started having car accidents almost every single week and having blackout episodes. Even around the house, he put his head through the wall in their bedroom, once through a window, and twice knocked a pantry door off from its hinges. And the only explanation he could come up with is that he just ran into them. Otherwise, he had no idea what had happened. More than understandably, Litaru thought she was going crazy. She prayed daily to God and to the angels, cried all the time. All she could do was ask for help. But as she would learn later, just like with the Reiki Master's invocation, one must be very specific with requests. Things kept going this way until one day, she stumbled across the owner of a metaphysical store who was also a psychic. And Lita Rue got an education. The psychic told her that she had a vortex in her house, devouring all the good and bringing in more and more things negatively affecting their home. 
As a result, the owner advised her to get vortex cleaners. They also told her about using crystals, namely sodalite and quartzite ones, in order to certain essential oils like dragon's blood in order to cleanse and protect. How to use candles plus sage and salt. How to seal doors and windows. And finally, how to be very specific in commandments. Quote, only love, light, and peace may enter and remain. Everything else must go. And it worked. Her family came to know peace for the first time in years. Yet the damage was done. Haunted by memories of all the evil that had transpired, they sold the house. But sadly, her husband was never the same. He became extremely adverse to any type of cleansing and would have nothing to do with him. And then, after 17 years of marriage, he asked for a divorce after cheating on her. He had changed completely, and she still firmly believes that this thing still has a grasp on him. Well, now it's the present day, and Litaru is in a very happy spot. She's remarried, has a new stepchild, and is studying full-time to refine her psychic gifts in order to help others as a, quote, psychic knower, empath, and healer. Furthermore, with advancements in technology, she can once again communicate and go to people's homes to help them like uh, when she needed help. Litaru is a wealth of information, and if anyone needs additional information, please feel free to join our Discord server and speak with her. I do want to wrap up Litaru's story with just one other note. I am not hurting for content. If anyone had listened to our previous episode about upcoming topics that I plan to have for the year, you'll know that I have a lot of research-heavy topics slated to come out. And for those who have listened to me over the past four or five years, you'll know that I am not afraid of delaying an episode by a week or two, or maybe more, uh, if it takes time to actually get something down that I'm happy with. So, I say all this in that if I, for a moment, doubted Litaru's tale of events, I would not have created an episode about it. Because, A, hearing about such a demonic force that is willing to use disease as its mechanism 
for inflicting agony. I just think that's so phenomenal. It, it needs to be shared. But the other piece of it is, in the past, I have communicated the ways that I know of to help protect people against any kind of malicious entity. And that is reading Psalm 91. It's reading the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. I've actually had a YouTube commenter write recent, uh, well not recently, but a, f a few months ago, uh, that Psalm 23 also, you know, is extremely powerful. And it is. It's, it's very, very potent. So, you know, having a um, religious iconography around, even if it's just printing out a prayer and hanging it on your wall, can help. But Litaru's story involves a lot more practical methods of protection. You know, from calling in different types of mediums. Uh, to using vortex cleaners, etc. I mean, these are things that I think can help anyone. And we've had people on our Discord come on asking for assistance in various ways. So, if you're suffering, don't suffer alone. The spirit world... It plays by rules that, because we don't belong to it, we don't all know. There's, uh, I saw on Instagram the other day, uh, when it comes to this side of the, of the playing card, there are no professionals. All we know are things that people have tried, and they seem to have worked. Well, they work in all in all you know occurrences. Who knows? But if it's demonic, there's a very large body of literature and rights that can be drawn upon. And hearing about some of these other practical forms of protection can only give more tools from those who are suffering. Alright, so I'm going to end this episode with a few channel announcements. First, I have already made good on my promise of creating a custom YouTube short which goes into the meanings of angelic names and I take uh, four of the standardized archangel names that we all know and love uh, Michael, Gabriel, uh, Uriel, and Raphael so if you would like to go check that out it's a YouTube short uh, it would take you all of I think 49 seconds to watch it uh, it would be great and if you would like to subscribe and hit the bell icon to get some more notifications on that front uh, then please do because I uh, plan this weekend to produce a counterpoint 
uh, uh, YouTube short that goes over uh, demonic entities meanings of their names so look forward to that second I got real tired of dealing with SoundCloud they are very reliable they offer fast upload speeds uh, it's one of the few places that someone can put a podcast and have unlimited storage uh, space uh, for a set price which I really liked. However, they kept coming out with all of these really nice monetization uh, efforts, but podcasting was not included in a single one of them. Now, if you compose music and release it on SoundCloud, then that's great. You get to be a part of Repost and all of their other efforts. But if you do podcasting, it was always kind of a an ancillary effort. And they didn't really put any thought or uh, care into that community. And so I began to search around and found a new uh, platform called Acast, which has a marketplace uh, in which people can buy ads and they can monetize their uh, entire uh, back catalog and it has a lot of pretty nifty tools although the website feature still is not the greatest and I'll be sticking with my own custom-built website for the time being uh, but otherwise there's a ton of integrations to it um, and once uh, you know we get some more counters on our uh, podcast because uh, when you switch over of course Everything goes back to zero because uh, you're dealing with the new provider. Uh, but yeah, hopefully within a month or two, uh, I'll be able to get some very short and tasteful ads on the uh, on the podcast, which will help me monetize it because I have essentially not gotten a red cent for all of this effort. And that's fine. I mean, this is a, 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 tr a true love of mine. Uh, it's one of the few ways I can actually use my education anymore. So I'm happy to do it. Uh, but if I could also get some financial, uh, you know, benefits from it, then why not? So, uh, and the last is uh, I have had a merch shop that was open on um, Teespring, which then became Spring. Uh, but I wasn't really happy with their quality. Uh, I had ordered um, some uh, hoodies for my wife and myself, and um, they're fine, but the design is already fading just after like a few washes, and so I started shopping around for another shop, and I found it on Tee Republic. Uh, they've been extremely helpful. They got me an affiliate site set up in no time at all. And I already have released uh, our classic uh, Southern Demonology logo across an entire swath of products. Uh, from t-shirts to hoodies to long sleeve t-shirts to baseball jerseys, etc. So if you would like to check that out, check out the description. I will have a full link in there uh, for you to peruse. And... That is it for this episode of Southern Demonology. 
Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank Thank you you for listening listening to Southern Demonology. Demonology. Find Find us online at southerndemonology.com where you can find all of our social and podcasting links. Also, if you have a moment, please feel free to rate this podcast and leave any encouraging feedback that you may have. As always, I am JJ and it has been a pleasure getting to talk to you today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.